Hey, Nacho. Hey, Sophie D. Ooh. Welcome to Late to the Party. Where we talk about movies that we missed out on when they were super popular. You can almost say that we're late Late to the the party. party. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. So what's going on? I wanted to ask you, since we're watching Blade, or since we watched Blade, and he's technically a Marvel superhero. Why do you say technically like that? I don't know. (laughs) You know what? Is he or isn't he? No, he is. He is. (laughs) Because I I always forget. Because also, like, when you watch the movie, it doesn't do, like, the Marvel logo thing. It doesn't. And then he's not in the Marvel MCU. He's not. But. I actually didn't realize. We'll get there when we get there. But, yeah, I did not know. And then um, Stanley popped up as an executive producer. And I was like, Stanley? (laughs) Yeah, and he doesn't make a cameo. Oh. Right? No, we missed out. Yeah. Wow. They really did that to Blade. They really did. Mm, a shame. Anyway, what's your question? Oh, uh, if you could have a superpower, what would it be? I have thought about this at length. Yeah. And it's always jumped around. You know, one time it was flying. One time it was like invisibility. Mm-hmm. I do think um, just, and this might be the nerdy uh, uh, answer, but I like to think just like the ability to communicate with anybody slash thing. Ah. You know, speaking any language, even like sign language. I don't know if that translates into being able to, like, talk to animals. That would be That'd fun. That'd be neat, right? That would be neat. Like, I know you can't pick and choose, <laughs> but that would be super cool. Little Timmy's down the well. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> calling Lassie, calling, you know, just talking to, to fish. Because then also, would I be, like, in in the same bubble as, like, Aquaman? Yeah, you just probably wouldn't be able to swim as well no. as Aquaman. No, yeah, but then that's the other thing I'm thinking about, too, like, is... Oh, I'm treading in his territory. Yeah. <laughs> Is is the power of communication, um, does that mean that I can't handle, like, battles and things? Because then I, I just, I can just talk to people and I can't, like, fight. But. I'll just have to train that much harder. Aquaman has fish fight for him, so you could have, like, animals True. fight for you. That would be, like, my. <laughs> and what bad guy is going to mess with an angry bear? Right. True, true, yeah. true. Oh, my God. What if I start gossiping with animals and being like, um, so, hey, bear, um, this guy, he's been talking smack <laughs> about you. I think you should do something about it. <laughs> that is what I would do. Yep. It's not amazing. it's not manipulation <laughs> it's working together yeah just under a different pretense <laughs> no matter what power you have you have to be creative with it yes exactly yeah. what would your power be super strength oh for sure all the way okay, no hesitation <laughs> <laughs> talk to me about that let's unpack that why was that why was that the first thing i would just love to be able to lift a car <laughs> mm, okay yeah mm-hmm yeah which you can do that if you have enough adrenaline true um i would also love to just jump super high and far yep because like in superman before superman could fly he just had the power to leap over tall buildings so what kind of impact does that have on your knees horrible and bad <laughs> <laughs> like like would you also need like regeneration for the joints you would hope so or like, are you just super strong and then your knees just deteriorate after jumping building to building to building? <laughs> you, have, you have three buildings max. Yeah. And then also like, how much do you train? Because like, what if you throw out your back? True. You know? I'm not trying to like <laughs> knock on it, but you know, you just have to see the plus and the minus. Like, like yeah. with mine, like I can't do anything except for talk to things. But like with mine, I could hit stuff right. real so hard. Like, yeah. What's the creative um, solution to yours, to your knee problem? <laughs> I guess staying fit. Yeah. And just... <laughs> <laughs> drinking your protein shakes hell yeah stretching you got to make sure you stretch oh yeah that's a big thing <laughs> then i can leap farther and harder <laughs> <laughs> do you think you would be able to leap from uh america to uh a different continent whether it's asia or europe or know. africa because technically we're not south just be america flying? true <laughs> well i mean buzz was falling with style <laughs> so and he made it work for him put little gliders on me yep yep 
Try it That's out. adapting. <laughs> modern problems require modern solutions. <laughs> Perfect. You know, and very modern, the same way that Blade was. Ooh. Oh, boy, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Anyway, uh, what did you know about Blade beforehand? Uh, that Wesley Snipes is in it, and he's a vampire. And I know Triple H, the wrestler, is in one of the movies, but I didn't know which one. Mm. And then I didn't spot any wrestlers in the movie. Oh, that's got to So be I guess maybe a later mm. movie. <laughs> well, they did set up very well for a follow-up. Yeah, they did. They, they like, knew they were getting a follow-up. Yeah. <laughs> this movie's going to do great. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the confidence that I want. Yeah. What did you know? I knew uh, that a blade had to be involved. Yes. <laughs> and I knew that it was an action movie. You would hope a blade would be involved. Yeah. <laughs> and I also knew Wesley Snipes. Yeah. And that's it. Mm-hmm. So I had no idea there were vampires. The second I saw the teeth, I was like, huh? <laughs> oh, we're going that way now? You're like, everyone's just wearing black. There's a lot of techno. Oh, they're vampires. That's yeah. why. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, that checks out. Because, yeah, totally. It makes, all, it makes so much sense. Yeah. That's not the Edward Cullen I know. <laughs> Do you have a synopsis for us? Yes. Thank you for asking. Oh. Wow. A half-mortal, half-immortal is out to avenge his mother's death and rid the world of vampires. The modern-day technology advanced vampires he is going after in search of... Wait, these are weird words. I got this off of HBO, so uh, bring it up with them. It says, the modern-day technology advanced vampires he is going after are in search of his special blood type needed to summon an evil god who plays a key role in their plan to execute the human race. Did that sentence make sense? That's a really weird way to say modern vampires. Yeah. <laughs> so basically... Like forgot the word modern. <laughs> <laughs> what that sentence meant to say was that uh, modern day technology is also intertwined into these vampires' culture now. Kind of. And they're like in the future, thought, but in 1998. I thought they were all kind of just really dangerous club kids. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> so we open in a hospital in 1967... And a woman gets rushed in with an injury to her neck. So there's a voiceover saying that the police found her in the street and it looks like she's been bitten. And she also happens to be going into labor. So you want to talk about a double whammy. <laughs> that has to suck. Yeah, right. Pain-wise, not like bringing life into the world-wise. Because you know, <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not talking about that side. Yeah, there's a, that's a lot happening to you all at once. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot to process, you know? Yeah. Then we get a spooky shot of the doctor taking the baby away. It's a really big baby. Yeah. What do they put in the water? <laughs> Does vampire babies just grow super big? Sure, I guess. I don't know, man. Yeah. But then now we cut to now. They didn't say what yes. year it was. It's just now. I assumed it was just 90s. Yeah. <laughs> so now we're in a city. We think New York City, but we didn't like really specify yeah. so much. Uh, so there's a couple driving somewhere and they are like super ready to have sex right now. But the lady driving is like, no, I think the guy's driving. Either way, somebody. The lady's driving. The lady says, we have to go somewhere first. And she's like, it's a surprise. And the guy's pitching a tent. He's like ready to He's, go. Yeah. And, and I'm like, can we watch the road? Because every time they talk to each other, she like turns her head all the way over. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> and I'm like, come on. <laughs> road safety. Yeah. So now we're in a butcher shop, right? That's what those are called. Where like the meat, like all the animals like hang from the ceiling. I just said it was a meat freezer, but That's I, guess, what it's, okay. I guess technically it would be in a butcher shop. I, I didn't know. I where was else like, would it's have not, meat? I, I know it's not a deli. It's not a restaurant. <laughs> yeah. So she brings him into this creepy meat freezer and this dude has no sense of stranger danger. Not at all. Like, I would have been out. <laughs> I'd have been like, I'm going to be among these dead carcasses if I don't get out. Yeah. 
Because it's also, um, he, we like kind of hear things sliding around in the back and like some things don't look exactly like pigs. And the dude's like, oh, that's weird. But he doesn't think any further about it. (laughs) He just keeps going deeper and deeper into this like stranger danger, like central. Yeah. So then uh, the lady calls to some other dude in in a European language, I think. Yeah. In some other language. He's wearing like all black. Yeah. He's in like cool guy clothes. Very cool. Next to some door. Yeah, <laughs> and then nothing suspicious about it at all. Super not weird at all. And he opens the door to reveal a nightclub. A very interesting choice in um, front of a club. <laughs> but whatever like, floats your boat. What? Everybody's in for their own experience. Yeah. You know, who are we to judge? This is pre-social distancing. So everyone oh, yes. is up against each yes, other yes, in yes, this yes, nightclub. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> like rubbing up on each other not even like sexually just like dancing and jumping yeah. around they're all on something and yeah. they're just feeling it you know yeah they're very they're, they're very in the moment we wouldn't know everyone's wearing black or white except the dude that we brought in yep he's in red so i'm just like oh this guy did not get the memo he didn't get the memo out. he is a target yeah uh the lady that he's with she just wanders into the crowd and ditches him and so rude right that's very rude if anyone ever brings me to a club and ditches me i'm out yeah we're not friends anymore back around <laughs> and people start shoving that guy and i thought it was because everyone was dancing but then you see people actually like run right into him and just like one girl pushes him and, and like not mosh pit style like yeah aggressively yeah like get the fuck yeah from me style outsider <laughs> <laughs> So then he's like, this dude also, he's still not understanding what's happening. So he's still trying to hit on people. Nobody's biting. <laughs> <Get it. laughs> but then um, he says he needs a drink, but then a drop of blood falls onto him. Yeah. So then he like wipes it off his forehead and then looks at it. And then he licks it to see what it is. <laughs> and yep, I was like, that is, oh, I was like, I cannot stand. Die. I can't stand drug culture. <laughs> it's so unsanitary. Not to call out an entire uh, subculture of people. I don't think that was drunk culture. I okay. think that guy is just in particular a moron. Stupid. Okay. <laughs> then I'll, I will apologize to all the drug culture. We have established he's dumb. He, he just went to a meat so freezer with a stranger. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I just can't. Okay, so maybe what I want meant to say is I cannot stand people who who face um, uncertainty with their tongue. <laughs> you know, like oh, what is this weird thing in front of me? Let me lick it. No, <laughs> is it just me? Is is it because of the pandemic that I'm so against this? I mean, I usually sniff things if they're strange. I wouldn't put them in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That is that is slightly safer. Because, like, you know what blood smells like. So right. Like, you sniff it. And do like, you know what blood tastes like? Not everybody does. Right? Ugh, yeah. Not everybody can put their finger on that. <laughs> anyway, so then um, something real neat happens and the sprinklers start raining blood on everybody. Well, first we see the DJ has a sign that says bloodbath. So we get a shot of that and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> and then my worst nightmare happens, yep. which is the sprinklers go off with all the blood. You would not make a good vampire. I- <laughs> No. <laughs> Imagine actually. Sophia hungry. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Ooh, I can't. I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> no, you're vegan. Oh my god, you'd be a vegan vampire. I really would, probably. I guess. So okay, so how does that work? Vampires who are like you and do not like blood. <laughs> would that be like a self-hating vampire? Would that be like? Would they have to be vegan? And then at that rate, what I mean, would they? You, what would they eat? If you want to get really into it, there's also psychic vampires. And they what? feed off of people's energy. <laughs> You'd be an energy vampire for I really sure. Would. <laughs> You'd be like, oh my god, guys, let's go do something. I want to have some fun. <laughs> and is, is 
that really me all the time? That is anyway? true. <laughs> so then, okay, so it's raining blood on everybody. Our dude starts freaking out, and then some girl goes up to him, and, and she's like, what's wrong, baby? And I'm like, hello, what about the rain of blood? <laughs> then fangs pop out of her, and I'm like, what is happening here? Yeah. And now everybody's growling at him, and he's freaking out, and then some people just start jumping him, like they just start kicking at him and i'm like what is that i don't understand (laughs) this is mean they started beating him up um if you think about it blood stains so like all those people have to buy totally new outfits every time they go party talk about fast fashion oh man wow that's not sustainable yeah no so the party stops because we see someone's boots and i'm like whose boots oh man oh that guy like crawls through and he stops at the boots because he's like crawling through the floor while Mm -hmm. everyone's kicking him and we see it's blade's boots and they call him the daywalker yeah all the clubbers like oh my god it's him it's blade the daywalker (laughs) so (laughs) just like that just like that that's how vampires talk did you know that so then we get a slow uh, like a slow-mo shot for a minute and then someone goes let's go daywalker so it's like essentially everybody reacting to him and then him just kind of standing there and being like a badass yeah so then they start to charge at him but then he shoots them all up and now it's chaos people are running all over the place blade is shooting a bunch of them and they all just start to disintegrate yeah some try to fight him but then you know our guy just remains untouched he also punches one woman in the coach (laughs) a little rude (laughs) a low blow talk about punching down yeah (laughs) we gotta keep it above the belt guy yeah isn't that a rule (laughs) whatever i guess i guess these vampires have no dignity in fighting (laughs) guess not i guess it's different rules when it's vampires yeah (laughs) so then now at this point the clubbers are all gone and some dudes are coming out to be like that's him get him we're gonna fuck him up real bad so then they fight and it's actually them who get fucked up so jokes on them (laughs) that's what they get He, he even like has this knife that makes them disintegrate which a is, blade oh, even? yeah but then we get a cool sword fight scene yeah. and he faces off against a bunch of them and he throws this like knife thing that has two blades on the end i call it like a ninja star boomerang thingy it's yeah kind of kind of like that and right? he like throws it it comes back around at him and it cuts at three guys and at then they once. all ins- disintegrate and I, was I was like, like dude that's badass <laughs> wow <laughs> who thought of this <laughs> we get some fun wire work too mm-hmm, here. Mm-hmm. love it so we get the main vampire. His name is Quinn. Yes. And apparently Blade has tried to kill him multiple times already. So he ends up beating Quinn up and then lighting him on fire. But then emergency services come in and put the fire out. And you're like, damn it. Come on. <laughs> but also before he goes, he says, uh, give my regards to Frost. So there's another boss ahead of this guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so then and then also he's, he kind of like just sneaks away. Like So as the emergency services come, he hears them running. So he... Uh, just very quietly jumps away yeah so i guess he's like a bat you know he just flies i don't know imagine vampire super quiet imagine being on call that night and you walk into this nightclub and there's just blood everywhere yeah and <laughs> also when the cops and the firefighters and the paramedics get there they're so nonchalant about it yeah the the one guy's like oh go put that dude out huh <laughs> so how often do you see people just lit on fire <laughs> and he's also like pegged to a wall yeah so this also can't be the first time they've dealt with this. Yeah, because they were very like calm about it. I would have been like, what is happening? You're right. like, this is not what I signed up for. I hate this. I'm resigning right now. <laughs> I'm giving in my resignation letter tomorrow. <laughs> not two weeks. It's a right now. I'm, Effective immediately. I'm moving. I was not cut out for this line of work. Yeah. I was deluded. I need to find something else. I think I stepped in blood. <laughs> so at this point, we're 10 minutes into the movie and I'm sold. <laughs> I'm yeah. into it. I'm fully there. 
<laughs> so then now Blade is crawling out. He's like somewhere on a street now. And then we cut to a morgue. They bring in Quinn's charred cadaver, as they called it. Yeah. And um, he's they just... they think he's dead. They do. They cut the, the body bag open and he's still steaming. So that's that's very immediate that's action. Oh. Yeah. So then we cut to Karen Jensen, a hematologist. Dr. Karen. Squeeze me. We cut to Dr. Karen Jensen, a (laughs) hematologist or hematologist. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Yeah. I think it's hematologist. But like a blood doctor? Yeah. She's taking notes. Uh, She's telling a nurse that the cells she's looking at are impossible because they are biconvex. And I wish I knew what blood meant. Yeah. Also, the nurse that she's talking to, I guess they like hooked up at some point. Yeah. Because they keep circling back to talking about their relationship and what about us do you ever think about us and i'm like can you guys stop like yeah, this is work. why you don't date co-workers yeah <laughs> yeah so then his name is curtis and uh karen is looking at the blend she's like all right buddy this isn't funny like you're just trying to talk to me like get out of my face and he's like no i'm serious the body's right back in there so they go in to look at the body but then um oops <laughs> who's there it's quinn so he uh kind of just attacks curtis right away yeah curtis is get bitten dead died whatever yeah then they go after karen she gets bit too but then um blade shows up just in time to save her from dying i guess yeah i don't don't, what's the process here (laughs) we'll get to that later on anyway blade shows up and he goes to kill quinn and quinn calls him a freak sir that's rude please check yourself <laughs> yes there's not a lot of checking ourselves in this movie which we will return to again in a world on. of humans yes i would say the full-blown vampire is the freak yeah <laughs> not to be vampirist or anything but yeah so blade ends up picking dr karen off the floor and runs when the cops show up and open fire yeah and about like 50 of them come from all directions super irresponsible because what if one of them accidentally shoots her right yeah and she he wasn't even holding her in front of him yeah like she's hanging off like from the side so like uh, uh, you know when you hold somebody and their head is hanging over at the legs so like she could easily get shot in the head yeah but also remember in any movie the opposing force always misses (laughs) so it's fine he he knew he was gonna be fine like in godzilla yeah oh my god (laughs) they were right there Um, oh, and also before this, Quinn ends up running away and oh yeah, that too. Yeah, but so then he gets to a window and he's like, "Oh, this is a dead end." So Yeet! he <laughs> he chucks her across the street and onto another roof. She's fine though. <laughs> so then he jumps after her. He gets shot up, but he, his armor is like bulletproof, so that's neat. He jumps after her, picks her up, they start running, and she's just like, "My shoulder's dislocated." And then he just that's pops it? that bad boy back in. Yeah, <laughs> easy peasy. But. Like, i was like he just did he really just throw her he really just chucked her (laughs) and then also she just kept like if (laughs) i like to think that if i were to be chucked across the street i would be so disoriented i would yes also she's bleeding out from her neck so she's just all over the place and also i would not trust the person who just threw me across the street (laughs) she seemed to be so easily um follow like she so easily she just went with him i mean he did take her away from gunfire i guess so i guess you should trust the person who a takes little you bit farther away from guns but the same person who throws you across the street <laughs> she's fine <laughs> she's still alive i guess yeah, yeah we'll take it <laughs> so now it's later and they are driving around empty streets karen is in the back and in need of medical attention but i guess blade doesn't care 
because <laughs> he doesn't seem to be in a rush. It's fine. But then, she'll, she'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, they pull into an old train station, warehouse kind of area. Blade gets out and calls to somebody named Whistler. And then he pulls Karen out and he explains that she's been bitten. And Whistler's like, oh, well, you should have killed her. Why'd you take her with you? <laughs> so then he's like, watch her close because if she starts to turn, you got to finish her off. And then he examines her and he says that she's borderline at about an hour away from it, the change. So he says that he's going to inject her with something and that it's going to hurt. And uh, Blade t- tells Whistler that Quinn is the one that did it. Yeah. So then Whistler goes to to shoot In- her up. Yeah. Which, <laughs> okay. That's not the right word. Inject her. Inject her is the right word. With yeah. garlic essence? Maybe. That sounds like a terrible idea. It was garlic. Oh, okay. Garlic, I didn't see that part. Which I was just like, what? <laughs> yeah. Her, just feed her it. Don't her, put it right in her blood. <laughs> what is going on here? Faster, um, faster absorption, you know? <laughs> But her bite wound starts to steam. And then yeah. Whistler says that she has a 50-50 chance if she makes it through the night. So that also seems like a, a big risk. Maybe <laughs> a lot of pain for a 50-50 chance. Yeah, I don't like those odds. Yeah. If it was like 51-49, I'd be a little bit more comfortable. Yeah, right. <laughs> I would like a majority than a full 50-50. <laughs> yeah. So then we cut to a spooky looking board meeting. Yeah. With- Somebody's flipping through some photos. Yeah, super awkward. I was watching him do it. Right? Could have been doing it via PowerPoint. Yeah, he could have checked before the meeting. Right. Or they all could have been doing the pass one along, pass one along. Yeah, but But everyone's just sitting there in silence watching this guy. Imagine. Maybe they all looked at it first and he was the last one to see it. Maybe. Yeah. Seems a little unprepared, though. I don't know. I guess he's the big bad boss. His name is Dragonetti, right? Yes. So these guys have an issue with Blade and then Deacon Frost comes in super late. And he starts getting chewed out by the head guy. Yes. And he says, well, one of the guys. And he says that their vampire numbers are growing low or whatever. Then he says that Frost would take things more seriously if his blood were pure. Seems a little racist to me. <laughs> That's a but little. It's a little. It's like. um Elitist. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Like, uh, do you remember that Dr. Seuss book? Was mm-hmm. it the Dr. Seuss book where like some of the characters had stars and some of them didn't, but they yes. were essentially the same? Yes, that's the one with the, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With, and they like had that machine and they all, some of them came out this way and some of them came out that way. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I remembered <laughs> what that one was called. Super vague description. Yeah. But you're you pick- guys know what we're talking about. You're picking up what I'm putting yeah, down. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like slow your roll, guy, because you're all vampires at this point. <laughs> right. And also it was at this point that I was like, all right, cool. Confirmed vampires. I knew before, but also I, nobody said it. <laughs> so you can't just assume, you know? What if they just had freakishly long teeth? Right. And yeah. what if what if they were biting for some other reason? Yeah. You know? <laughs> what if they were just not hairy werewolves? Exactly. They're hair, werewolves that got hair treatment. And what do I treatment. know? You know? Yeah. Who am I to judge? <laughs> So Frost is the nightclub vampire. Yes. And all the other head vampires are all about blending in to stay alive. Yes. And Frost is like, no, I think we should take over humans because they're just cattle. Yeah. And one guy before this kind of argues that if they break their treaty with the humans, then the human politicians will make their lives very difficult. What does that mean? Interesting. <laughs> They're in. Yeah. But also Frost does not care about that. It's like how um some people believe that like politicians, some politicians are lizard people in disguise. Oh, yeah. Like, so in this world, some politicians are vampires in mm, disguise. I get that. I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> so then Frost is saying that like, you know, we, we should rule them. And you know what? I'm not the only one who thinks this. I'm just the first one to say it. You were all thinking it. And all of them are like no <laughs> we were not yeah but then he's just going he's very arrogant he's like you know he's like the uh the teenager who thinks they know everything yeah and is like chest puffing all over the place and then everybody else is like 
settle down. <laughs> That's who Frost is. Yeah, basically. He's very like know it all y. Yes. I don't like this guy. So then the the head dude, um, Dragonetti, he's like, um, you aren't even a pure blood. Like, what? Are, who are you to say what what we are best to you know rule or best to blend in? You're not even a pure blood. You got turned. You were merely turned. And then I was like, it's great to know that vampires are racist, <laughs> <laughs> or that they have like this weird hierarchy. Yep. But what what kind of confused me about this is that if they're all pure vampires, then why is Frost even in their circle? They're meeting. Yeah. Why is he, Why on that is he board there? Or, or even respected in any way? Yeah. Maybe he was just brought in to be scolded? <laughs> Who knows? They're like, we're just going to keep this guy here to like treat him like shit. He's our uh, representation card. Yeah. He's our diversity card. Look, yeah. Look at this one. He thinks he's one of us. <laughs> <laughs> so then the head guy, his last name, I believe, or maybe one of his names is, is Gatano. And Frost tells him that maybe one day he's going to wake up to find himself extinct, which fa- sounds like a threat. Totally. Uh, I don't know who's going to make him extinct because also if you're extinct, you won't be waking up. <laughs> but that's just me. <laughs> anyway, we'll move on. Later on, Blade walks into a shop and the keeper says that he's a week early. So I guess there's like some kind of exchange system happening. I don't know. Yeah, I don't he, know what the vampire world is like. He picks up more garlic essence. Yes. It's kind of, this world is kind of like John Wick where everyone was super chill about hitmen. Right. <laughs> I miss John Wick. We should watch the rest of them. Let's do I it. I did hear that they're filming four and five simultaneously. At the same time. How crazy. That's got to be the longest production in the world. That those, has to be like a year long of production. Those poor script supervisors. Oh. <laughs> And my friend, actually, who um, she worked on some HBO show that shot nearby. And what they had to do was because it was it was that Mark Ruffalo show where he was playing twins. Mm -hmm. So they um, they shot at one time and then they had to wait for Mark Ruffalo to just change his like person. So they had to keep the continuity from all of the extras in in phase one and remember it for phase two. And I was like, oh, jeez, jeez. So I hope that it's easier for John Wick. They couldn't just find a dude who looks like Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> That'd be too easy. <laughs> I'm sure there's, he's got to be out there. <laughs> Someone. Out, yeah. Anyway, so he tosses a bag of things to this dude, the shopkeeper. Some watches that he stole. Yeah. yeah. And says that the whistler says that he's building resistance to the serum, which I guess is a bad thing because the keeper says, I was afraid of that. And then gives Blade a little bottle of something. And then they handshake and then they leave. So then now we cut to Karen. She's waking up in a very dingy room. Yeah. She goes and does some exploring, some snooping, as I would. Yeah, same. She, we get shots of stuff, but I don't really know the significance of a lot of this stuff. Right, me neither. And then we get a um, shot of Blade's mom's license. Yes. I guess. That fell out in the very beginning, but it didn't really do anything after that. Yeah, and then she wanders over to his weapons, checks them out, and then we find out that if you touch his sword wrong some spikes come out yeah towards the handle super scary that sounds like it sucks yeah right <laughs> so then karen sneaks downstairs to hear the whistler not his name is whistler i thought he was the whistler until like halfway through <laughs> he does not whistle <laughs> throughout the whole probably movie. could though <laughs> but she does he she overhears them talking about how um whistler did a background check on karen and found out that she's a hematologist and may be helpful to them yeah. so then he says that he snooped into her notebook and that she's onto something. But also, did she have her notebook on her? I didn't think she did. And also, after being thrown across the street, would it yeah. still be... I, like, did he find stuff online? Maybe. It I was ni- It was the 90s. How much is online? 
Oh, that too. Yeah. So I don't get how she had anything besides her clothes on her. Right. <laughs> it was just tattooed onto her person somewhere. <laughs> like in Memento. Yeah. She has all her notes. Um, and at the same time during all this, Blade is being hooked up to a machine to yeah. get his serum. And they end up spotting Dr. Karen and she runs. And then they chase her and stop her and they end up introducing themselves. So then they explain that she's not a prisoner. They kept her there to make sure she didn't turn into a vampire. And then she's like, vampires? <laughs> Do you think I'm stupid? And Blade's like, um, hello, the body? Oh, right. We up? totally skipped that oh, that whole part. So um, that's what happened, actually. In the beginning, when Curtis died, it's because they went to go check on Quinn's burnt body. And mm-hmm. then he came back to life. Yeah, and he attacked them. Yeah, we yeah, didn't we say said that, that. Did we? Yeah, we said they went back to the... We, we said it was Quinn, but we didn't say that... See, okay, so in my brain, I also forgot who Quinn was every single time I saw him. And I was like, who he, that? Yeah. He was not really a memorable character. Every time he popped in, I'm like, what? Full offense, but... Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that's what happened there. Yeah. So that... that Just in case we to this to the whole, like, did you see Quinn come back to life? Yeah. Because he regenerated? <laughs> that's what that was, yeah. Yeah. So Whistler, also we find out that he makes all the gadgets. So he makes a UV lamp for Blade to use and... Yeah, he has, like, other stuff, too, and he's explaining some of the stuff. And they tell Dr. Karen she needs to leave the city for her own safety. And she's like, well, I can just go to the police. I have all these blood samples. And they're like, they're in the police. Huh? Oh, and I'm like, mm, shocking. Okay. <laughs> you know what else happens before this? Karen is very, um, so, like, what do you do to kill them? Crosses, stakes? And I was like, okay, with the microaggressions, Karen. <laughs> just assuming things because you read it in a book once. <laughs> That basic bitch vampire yeah. lore. <laughs> With some garlic, too. Garlic does work in this world. Yeah. But crosses don't. Crosses don't. <laughs> and holy water also does not. Yeah. Which also made me think about, like, where did vampires come from? Like, did it because Was it a thing that, like, that religion saved vampires? Like, was that a thing that religion used to get people to become religious? No. Um, oh. There's a whole thing. Uh, <laughs> so, I guess you could say, like, it came from Bram Stoker's Dracula book. But also, like, different cultures have, like, their own forms of vampires. Ah. So the, I guess the whole, like, vampires versus crosses and holy waters would stem from Bram Stoker's. Mm. Is it Stoker or Stroker? I have no idea. Whoops. I don't even know what you're talking about. Bram's. It's his book. It's like the book super um, Dracula. Old, super old Dracula book. It's under, I wouldn't expect you to hear you about it. You touch it and it turns into dust. Oh. That's how old it is. <laughs> the, the pages don't bend. They just crackle. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so, because like, what if there's a vampire who's atheist? That oh. shit's not going to work. True. <laughs> you got to find out what they're like allergic to then. Yeah. Garlic. <laughs> it's just their universal allergy. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Oh, so then Blade tells Karen that if she wants to live, she better get out of town, which we said already. And then she's like, um, what? <laughs> <laughs> so then he's like, you've been exposed. You're going to get killed one way or another. And she's like, what? <laughs> Excuse me? So then Whistler explains that there's a war going on and that they have to keep it from getting into the public and that there's no use in going to the police because, like you said, they were already in the police. Yeah. So then now Karen is annoyed that they healed her. And then, which is what, you're just going to set me up to die? So then why'd you heal me? Which and I get. Whistler's like, here's some vampire mace. Yeah. Which also <laughs> just seems too easy to just get a hold of. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, it's garlic juice and 
silver. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And then he tells her to get a, bl- uh, no, a blood, get a gun, because if she starts to feel the thirst, then she better use it on herself. And I was like, ooh, wow, that's heavy. A little extreme. Yeah. Yeah. So then Blade drives her somewhere, but like we cut to a vault looking place. And then um, I thought it was a big, creepy server room. It based, That's what it looks like. Yeah. We're with Dragonetti. And he ends up going into a huge room with one computer and Mr. Frost. Mr. Frost. Mr. Frost. Why did I write that? (laughs) (laughs) What, do you respect the guy? (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) He sucks. (laughs) Dragonetti's telling him that these archives are private and they are not to be meddled with. And then Frost is like, shut up, old man. Yeah. And we see on Frost's computer as he's trying to translate ancient vampire texts. Yes. And I'm like, again, how did he get into this inner circle? I don't understand. <laughs> right. Maybe he like had a friend of a friend of a friend. Yeah. Or maybe like his dad is somebody. His uncle was a head vampire. Yeah. So now he gets like in there. I don't know. So then Dragonetti tells him that it's a dead language and it's not worth it. And then he smacks Frost and asks, what are you going to do? And then they have this really weird tense moment. No, Frost smacks him, I think. No, he no, smacks Dra- Frost. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Either way, they have this really tense standoff moment. And yeah. then Ethan Dragonetti walks away, which was weird. But then we just cut back to the computer continuing to translate the, the glyphs, they call them. Yeah. So then we cut to some street and Blade just like lets Karen out on the street. Okay, Ethan bye. Drives yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, keep your eyes peeled. And then he peels off. Yeah. So then she goes into an elevator. And she also. Okay. So they tell her to be careful about vampires that are out and about. And they dump her off. And she just has these two stupid neck bandages on her on her neck like can you just give her like one of those neck braces so it's less oh, yeah, obvious yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also you tell her to watch out and don't tell her what vampires look like yeah or what to look out for right and then she's like but it's daytime and so way to set her up for failure yeah really they gave her no info so she goes to um an elevator yes and she notices these ding-dongs in front of her <laughs> with matching tattoos on the back of their necks yep and like I would think that's suspicious. Right. Right after being told, I need to watch my back. Right. <laughs> but then they get off. So she's like, all right, cool. She I'm done thinking about it. in the elevator with them. Right. And then she makes it super obvious that she notices them. Right. She does fully turn around. Yeah. To look at to, one guy. To um, reveal her neck bandage. Yes. And then he's like, sup? Dr. Karen, get it together. <laughs> Didn't you go to school for a lot yeah. of years for this? So they get off. They, they, Two of them follow her down her hallway, but then they disappear. She does reach for her vampire mace. Yeah. She does get super ready to mace them, though. Yeah, she does. <laughs> she is on top of it. She goes into her super cute apartment, and I guess her phone line is dead. She picks up her phone real quick and slams it back down. Oh, okay. Maybe yeah. she got prank called. Maybe it was somebody seeing if she was home. Oh, maybe. Mm. So she starts packing and all of a sudden a cop shows up in her apartment. Yeah, which I don't think they're allowed to do that. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'm just doing a wellness check because of your coworker or whatever. And I'm just like, this is a huge red flag. You yeah. just walk in here. You got to knock on the door, announce yourself. Right. Like, so then she asked what happened to the other doctor and um, the, the officer is like, oh, Curtis, he's dead. But that's nothing to worry about because you're about to be dead too, bitch. Yeah. And then so she the, mazes him. Yep. And but he's just a dude. So yeah. it's not working. But luckily, Blade is there to save her and explains that dude is just a vampire's familiar because whatever because um, he also has a neck tattoo. Yes. And it brands him as one of Frost's. Basically a humans. vampire slave. Yeah. 
But um, like somebody who's jazzed to be one. Yeah, because they, ho- they serve hoping that they'll eventually be turned into a vampire. Yeah. So then he starts throwing this guy through Karen's furniture. So rude. <laughs> it's breaking her shit. In front of her. Yeah. And she also, it's like, doesn't care? <laughs> well, once he, once he throws him through the table, she's like, all right. Is that necessary? <laughs> then she's annoyed. Her shelf, not so much. No. But the table definitely did it for her. <laughs> and that's when I had to stop and be like, what kind of level of inconsiderate <laughs> are superheroes <laughs> to just come into my home, <laughs> trash the place. Mine own home. Mine own living. <laughs> And tell me that it was necessary to get rid of the bad guy? <laughs> no! <laughs> you take that outside. <laughs> you go to like a public park where our taxes will save it. I don't know. <laughs> I have to buy this Yeah, stuff. you don't know what my insurance looks like. <laughs> that just seems rude. What if I didn't have the budget for a new table right. this month? <laughs> what if I was living paycheck to paycheck and that was like the first table that I was able to purchase and now I have to wait three more months to be able to pay rent and then also save up to get this table again yeah then now I have no table so rude it's there's just like they don't care about us civilians <laughs> anyway all superheroes are bastards <laughs> I'm just kidding because I would love the ability to communicate <laughs> you would love super strength I would just be considerate about it yeah i like to think <laughs> you know that's what i was also thinking we were like half talking about this because i also had to watch this movie at your house yesterday because i lost wi-fi because my saga of losing power is not over yet i guess but then i was just like what is what would millennial slash gen z superheroes look like like we would like the level of anxiety and like the oh my god i'm so sorry thank you so much oh my god am i bothering you <laughs> like would we would we fight the bad guys and then turn to every single person and be like i'm so sorry for ruining your day i have to smash stuff is it okay <laughs> yeah can i do this here should we go somewhere else I'll, I'll take them down the street or something i don't know i'm just i don't, I don't want to be in your way i have ice powers can you put on a sweater <laughs> yeah exactly like if there was like the forethought you know yeah i don't know i don't know if that's just me but then so then um we cut go back into the movie so then uh we're outside now in the back of the cop's car because he has this like just suitcase full of blood bags from a blood bank that he just kind of stole it from a vampire owned blood bank uh, duh. <laughs> of course and karen's like very disappointed she's like i know that blood bank and blade's like they own it and she's like ah. <laughs> but also like it's been a day for her she needs some time to process yeah she does she just found out vampires are real and now she's finding out they own blood banks yeah she's, so- like, she's like what 13 year old is writing this world <laughs> <laughs> so then blade is trying to like beat up the cop to be like where are you taking this and karen's like bro stop people are looking at us so then in their little scuffle the cop runs off so then blade tells karen to wake up because she's not in this sugar-coated world anymore there's this whole underground world and she has to be like aware and again it's been a day yeah he also holds out his gun to shoot at the cop but then everyone the crowd there's like people on the street and they all scream and like disperse and i feel like that's the only time the public has reacted to anything happening right in this movie no like that doesn't get reported at all somehow (laughs) i don't know (laughs) just just some thoughts they're like oh another day (laughs) yeah but then so essentially he says like you need to learn how to survive if you want to survive you have to learn how to pull the trigger and then he walks away and she's like he's um i'm staying with you so um get used to me (laughs) you're stuck with me she says uh you know i'm staying with you as because if i stay with you i'll stay alive long enough to find a cure for myself so then blade's like there is no cure 
So now it's nighttime and we're still together. We're staking out the cop car because uh, we're waiting for the dude to come back. And Karen's like, he's not coming back. No one's that dumb. And then he comes back. Yep. <laughs> and she's like, damn it. So uh, case proven. <laughs> so then it's a car chase now. And the cop is on dispatch saying that he just had a run in with Blade and that he has to clear out the clinic now. So they pull up to, I guess, where the clinic is, but maybe around the corner. The The cop pulls out. Or he he kind of just goes inside and Blade is just explaining to Karen that they found the glyph on the building is just a symbol to say that there's like a safe house for vampires nearby. And then he says that everybody outside of that building is a vampire. And she's like, how do you know? And he's like, uh, from the way they smell and the way they move and just everything about them. <laughs> I know vampires. Okay. Uh, hello, sweetie. I am one. Yeah. So then uh, Karen says that this is all like out of a bad dream. And then Blade goes, there's worse things out tonight me <laughs> and i was like i love the predictability of that line it's so funny because you heard me say me and then he said me and i said oh <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because i did the same thing but like in my head because i didn't want to spoil it for you <laughs> i was like 10 minutes ahead of sophie at this point <laughs> and we get uh shots of them prepping to go into this nightclub and you're like of course another nightclub yes so he preps her and he's like here's a gun the safety's off <laughs> and we're like, oh Oh. Does she know how to use it? So now she's going to earn her PhD in she pain. Is. Yes. <laughs> so the bouncer stops Blade, but he ends up going through him anyway. He like beats him up. Yep. And we get interior shots of the nightclub, and it's an Asian one, I guess. Yes. And on stage is a female group performing in school girl uniforms, and I just do not like that. No, we're not fans of that. No. <laughs> That's That can be dissected in its own separate episode yeah. conversation. <laughs> but I'm not a fan of that. No. Blade walks in and sees the officer, and then that guy starts running, and Blade chases him. They end up in a kitchen, totally killing the chef's vibe. The chef runs out. Right? Yeah. That's somebody's, like, safe haven like that's their favorite space to be in yeah so they start fighting in the kitchen knocking shit over and he asks the dude where the entrance is and he tells him in the freezer and blade doesn't believe him at first but then he finds out it is true so they open the freezer and it's actually a door that goes down this creepy tunnel into a server room yes but first i want to tell you one thing that's really funny is that uh he tells the cop to go on on his way and send a message to frost that it's open season and i'm gonna suck heads and i was like that's a very strange thing to say but whatever you know vampire (laughs) vampire talk but then it also reminded me of one of my favorite pickup lines from parks and rec is it? And it's Donna, and she says, yes, I'm a hunter, and it's you season. Oh, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> but also it is, uh, Blade is a hunter, and it is you season. <laughs> so he could have just said that. He really could have. Imagine if if you um, only spoke to your like arch nemesis via pickup lines like that. <laughs> like, send your boy a message. It's him season. <laughs> Would that be... And I'm on the hunt. <laughs> would it? Would that be off-putting or would that be, like, intimidating? Hella intimidating. Both, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, this guy's weird and scary. <laughs> but then, so, yes, so, yeah, we're in that room. Yeah, because we go down the creepy tunnel, because why not? Yeah. And we cut to a party at Frost's apartment, and there's rubber duckies in his, like, infinity pool. Yeah. Why not? Vampires like to have fun. Sure. They're allowed. <laughs> yeah. He's still on his computer, still going over ancient texts, and his computer finishes translating them at some point. Yes. But for some reason, he has this weird bed that we focus on, and we see a woman in it. Yeah, so it's also like a coffin bed. It's like a king-size bed. It's in a square, and it but it has a top that, yeah. like, com- that like 
comes down from the ceiling. Yeah. And then I didn't get it at first, but then I was like, oh, it's because they sleep in coffins. This is the better coffin. Yeah. Uh, duh. <laughs> the modern coffin. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so minimal. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, is this lady important? Like, what's the dealio? And she tells him to get to the party, but then he just continues hanging out. Then he's interrupted by his familiar, the cop guy. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. And he, this guy starts freaking out about his run-in with Blade. And we get a shot of Quinn, and he's there. And he's almost done regenerating or whatever. He's, like, showing off his hand. Yeah, I had no idea who that was at first. Yeah, yeah, I didn't either. And I don't appreciate that in this part, when, like, three women are called bitches in, like, less than a Two minute. Two minutes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hated that at all, the whole like, time. It was like Quinn was like with two women. He's like, I got these cool bitches with me. Look at these bitches. And then and then like this woman uh, says something snarky to the cop. And he's like, shut up, bitch. And I'm like, can we stop? Yeah. Maybe not. Can right we slow now? down with that? <laughs> we didn't have to do all of it in one time. Yeah. Because <laughs> they kind of did stop after that. But that was just like a lot for one time. Yeah. It was like the... It was really the only time in the movie that they're like, bitch, like, but like. Right. It, it but was, in like the misogyny way and not in like the fun, like, hey, bitch way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a lot of them. They just fired them out in one yeah. scene. They're like, we got to get all these bitches in this movie. It's like the director or the writer was just like mad that day that they wrote that. Yeah. <laughs> or the day that they shot it. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I was just like, can we just cool, cool the jets a little bit? Yeah. So the familiar is going on about Blade attack and then frost ends up attacking him and i'm like wow i was so surprised Ooh. by that totally did not see that coming and then frost tells quinn he wants blade alive and i was like oh okay hmm. <laughs> so then after that he starts making out with one of said bitches yeah and this is when i was like so okay um that one woman the lady vamp yeah she reappears a lot but she doesn't say much she ever. has like barely any lines yeah, she says like three words he has like no character arc we have no idea who she is yeah <laughs> she's just uh frost's chosen girlfriend for the moment yeah I guess. yeah i don't know he has like his two main vampire ladies yeah i guess i don't know but so our vampires also like they became hypersexualized, right was that always a thing with vampires uh i don't know if that's a modern thing or not because i feel like all at least with with this movie it felt like in some other vampire things i feel like it's always just like vampires just want blood and sex which yeah. also, I guess, is like very human. You just want to eat and like reproduce. I guess it's but, like um the basic, the base human needs, whereas like food, shelter, yeah. and sex. Are those the three? Yes. <laughs> I would those, say like, so. Those super base needs. I don't remember. But it just always seems so um just like hyper with vampires. Yeah. No, definitely. And like, when did that start? I feel like it's definitely more modern stuff. Yeah. Anyway, so we're back in the archives. <laughs> Karen asks what that smell is. So we approached some Jabba the Hutt looking creature. Oh my God, thing. I wrote that too. No way. <laughs> it's like vampire Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, but uh, this is Pearl. The so, record keeper. Yes, Pearl call, calls Frost, who just happened to have been like video chatting with them at the time. Yeah, I was like, did we have webcams? This was they're in the future. They're very technologically savvy. Oh, they're, yes. so, they're so modern. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So um, Frost is like, deal with it have some dignity die in dignity and i was like wow that's rude that's very rude but then so frost and and blade are on the phone call for a second and then they're just like hey nice to meet you see you soon and then frost hangs up <laughs> yeah 
So then Blade asked Pearl what the translations are because they are, are on one of uh, Pearl's screens. And he also threatens that if you answer any of my questions wrong, you're getting the lamp. The lamp. <laughs> so then Pearl's like, oh, it's just like some dumb video game. You know, it's fine. And then, so then Blade shines him with the UV light. Dr. Karen does. Oh, no, Blade does first, then Dr. Karen does later. Oh. Yeah. I thought, she, I thought she had it the whole time. No, he gives it to her and he he's like, uh, if he moves, shoot him. Oh, I, think that's when I that thought she had happens. it the entire nah, time. Because Blade has to test it out first. Oh, but yeah, they shine the light on Pearl and Pearl starts screaming like yeah. crazy because it's super painful. Yes. I would think after that first one, they would just answer the rest of the questions right. truthfully. But, but the whole dignity thing, I don't know. Yeah, Pearl continues to try to fake their way out and keeps getting burned up. Yeah, uh, so Blade's just like kind of asking like again what the thing is about. So then Pearl says that... It's a piece of the prophecy, and that, and then uh, that's like not a full answer. So Blade shines the uh, the UV lights more. So then Pearl says something about Lamagra is coming back in the spirits of the twelve and awakening of the blood god. So then Blade takes that hard drive. This and movie's so edgy, so edgy. <laughs> steampunk before steampunk happened. <laughs> so then Blade takes a hard drive out of the computer, uh, and then he goes over to the wall for just a look at the wall but then that's when he gives the the uv light to karen to be like if he moves shoot him yeah so then um pearl starts running his mouth and then karen just blasts pearl with a uv light so i think he like basically dies i don't know if he actually dies i don't think so they're just very injured because uh blade finds some creepy door and is like what's behind this and that's when pearl starts to freak out and then karen Mm -hmm. shines the light Mm -hmm. they end up going through the door um they end up in another room with a computers and they find pages of the vampire bible yes being like uh, i don't know preserved there's someone in there with them sneaking around and blade finds a young woman and she plays scaredy cat but then she ends up beating up blade she was like very trained in martial arts yeah super trained yeah and then quinn and a bunch of vampires show up uh, this young woman kicks Blade's ass, but then he not- ends up knocking her out. And then a bunch of other martial arts vampires show up. But it's the 90s, so the martial arts vampires are all Asian. Yes. They're only allowed <laughs> to be Asian. Yeah. <laughs> the only people who know martial arts, Asian. Yeah. Except the one girl that Blade fought. Yes. And the black people from Romeo Must Die. Yes. Those few people, too. Yeah. That's it. That's that's all you get that's for, it. like... Yeah. <laughs> so Quinn starts to trash talk at Blade, because... Uh, at this point they they got him yeah and uh, also they have karen too yes they do uh he then takes one of blade's stakes and stabs him and blade has a little uh transmission device in his ear yes so he's in contact with whistler so whistler's coming he busts in and he starts gunning down the vampires i guess it was a mix of familiars and vampires that's why the regular bullets worked ah did not make that connection (laughs) i was like oh why is that working that does make sense but then so blade and karen run for cover and then as the other guys they start shooting back and then whistler throws a big ass bomb towards them and then they Mm -hmm. all run yeah so now quinn reminds everybody that frost wants blade alive and then blade and co Mm -hmm. i guess they they've made it to like a subway tunnel somehow i don't know where we are but they're they're in a subway system now yeah they ran whistler like busted through the wall and then all of a sudden they go down this tunnel and then they're in a subway tunnel. And yeah. I was like, okay, sure. But then <laughs> the bl- the bomb goes off. So it rocks the entire building. And then some debris smacks Whistler. So he falls like into the oncoming train and Blade's like, he'll be fine. 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Dr. Karen's like, oh my God. <laughs> so then Blade and Karen try jumping across the tracks, but then Karen falls onto the tracks. But then we're like, oh my God, the danger of a live track, you know, because like the electricity makes sense. Yeah. But then Quinn follows them and then they go back and forth kind of like attempting to fight, but also falling into each other and all that stuff. Yeah. So then eventually Blade pushes Karen away so that she falls onto the tracks again. Mm-hmm. Not on purpose. <laughs> he didn't do that out of spite or anything. It just happened. She doesn't get hit by yeah. a train though. Yeah. She, she gets into that little crook next to the train of the track yeah and then quinn goes to fight blade and then he gets the the blade out of blade's back haha <laughs> and then they fight over that for a little bit it gets knocked out of quinn's hand and then goes towards karen conveniently yes. so she takes she takes the sword and then yes. she she also spots a whistler go down a hole oh that's time. what that was okay i was trying to figure yeah. out what that was <laughs> if apparently there's manholes in train systems yeah so whistler's fine yeah <laughs> But then so she she gets the sword and then she stabs Quinn. So then that gives Blade the opportunity to just like wreck Quinn's face. Yeah. So he pushes his face against the, the oncoming train. But we didn't kill Quinn. Because why would we? Yeah. Not dead this time. No. Nope. Why take your chances? I also don't understand his sword because any other time he's cut a vampire with his sword, they just dis- they disintegrated. Right. So I don't understand why Quinn was fine after he got Maybe stabbed. Maybe he didn't polish it with garlic beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not yeah oh and then we also uh so then he also cuts his arm off again mm-hmm. so then quinn runs away and then the other vampires come to attack now so the that woman that has no arc or character line yeah also is in this this chase scene she always wears white i think she does she that's how we notice her yeah so then blade grabs karen and then he catches the very back of the train as it passes now so now they're inside of the train car <laughs> and how the turntables, because now Blade's like, my shoulder's dislocated. And she pops it back right in. Right back in. <laughs> so good for them bonding over that. Yeah. And he uh, takes his serum again, and he explains to Karen that he's not a vampire, but something else. So then we go into Blade's origin story. Dun, dun, dun. We get a voiceover a whistler talking about Blade, and that he found him when he was 13, living on, on the streets, feeding off the homeless. And we end up cutting to Whistler, and he's fine. We find out Blade's mother was attacked by a vampire while pregnant. She died, but he lived. He has vampire strength and none of their allergies. He still thirsts Lucky. for blood and ages the same rate as a human. And the serum he takes suppresses his thirst for blood. Mm. Yeah. And then we find out that Whistler hunts vampires because a vampire once killed his whole family. And I was like, that checks out for anyone who hates yeah. vampires in yep. a vampire movie. But I have a question. Um, is Whistler just a human? Yeah, he's just a dude. So how did he get rammed by that train and is fine? <laughs> he, you know, <laughs> conveniently landed in that crevice between the train oh, and you're wall, right. Yeah, you're right. I didn't see that part. I like, must have missed it. Like what Karen did. Right, right, right. <laughs> and also, how is she... Do you think now that she's traumatized by trains? Like, if that had... I would never take a train again. Yeah, I don't think I'd... I would either. <laughs> but you know what? Maybe she's stronger than both of us. Or you you, uh, you would go to the subway and you would stand super far. You'd so s- far back. You'd stand at it at, like in the middle of the platform yeah. as much as possible. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Whistler ends up theorizing that something big is happening in the vampire world and that Ooh. Frost is at the center of it. Ooh. And Blade explains to Dr. Karen that he hunts vampires to get closer to the one who attacked his mother. <sighs> Everyone's chiming in with different uh, conversations at this point. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Karen. Hey, Karen. <laughs> hey, Karen. 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 <laughs> Did you know? <laughs> hey, Karen, by the way. Just to speed you up a little bit. One more thing, Karen. <laughs> so then, so she's also, before he says that, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get closer to the one that killed my mom, uh, 
Karen is kind of trying to figure out like, you know, you're not as bad as you think you are. Like what you, you used to feed on human blood, but just look past it. And Blade's like, no, (laughs) I killed people. Hello. (laughs) So I don't know what's going on in Karen's mind, but again, it's only probably been like two days for her. She needs some more time to get the world. She's like, wow, Blade's so great. Yeah. He's so (laughs) mysterious. He's a murderer. Let's Uh, chill the fuck out. Yep. (laughs) So, uh, now where are we? Oh, uh, we cut to Quinn. He's now arguing with that lady vampire. Yes. Um, actually two lady vampires, but that one lady vampire is there. The one that can speak. Yeah. She's always there. Mm -hmm. She's never not there. (laughs) Um, he's freaking out about losing his hand again and Frost comes in and insists on catching Blade alive. And Quinn is like, but that guy took my hand. Come on, bro. (laughs) Quinn is very much a bro, bro, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't know how else to explain him. He's just like a bro's bro. Yeah. Peaked in high school. Yeah, that's what he did. Yep, mm-hmm. for sure, <laughs> for sure. So then we so, get, uh, and then we get shots of Frost making out with a lady, that lady vampire. Yes, and they're slathering on sunscreen. I guess so hot. Yeah, so well. But also Put skincare that SPF on me, babe. <laughs> skincare is so sexy though, so right? Hot. <laughs> I do need to take care of my skin better. Speaking of which, I've been slacking lately. I will admit it. I just need a, a routine and I need somebody to guide me. Oh, you have me. Oh, cool. We'll talk about this later. We'll okay. talk about this offline. Great. So they have a hostage and we see that it's like before a sunrise. So they pull off the hood and it's Dragonetti and he brought him out to the sunrise and Dragonetti's body is like smoking. Yes. He's like starting to burn up. And Frost then has one of his goons pull out Dragonetti's fangs for some reason and just leaves him there to burn but like the sun rises up super freaking quick yeah it does it just shoots up super fast sunset i mean sun sunset sunrise does happen sunrise did i say sunset no i did sunrise they do but not as fast as in the movie (laughs) it's the movie we gotta go we gotta get moving yeah so dragon 80 goes from like his body smoking to just like on fire melting and he's on fire and And then he just explodes yeah it was really messed up but also in this in this time he's trying to like intimidate him to do something i don't we don't really know why he's trying to intimidate him he's just talking a lot of smack i think and then the guy's like um you're just you're never gonna rule like what are what is your point you're stupid so then that's when he pulls out his fangs which also i guess is that like does that like take away his power as a vampire? Is he still a vampire without his fangs? Who am I without my fangs? You know, <laughs> fucking nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Just a regular old human. Well, now he's a dead vampire. That's true. So we go to the big boy vampire room, mm-hmm. and the other vamps know that Frost did something to Dragonity, and he throws his fangs at it at them. And it's like, oh. And then he's like, I need twelve volunteers, which means that he's taking them hostage. Yeah, <laughs> you're not volunteering. Yeah. Also, how um. Not to be rude, but like how weak, I guess, maybe is is this boardroom like they have no security, I guess, if Frost is able to just come in and just take 12 people hostage. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and wouldn't the uh, wouldn't the pure blood vampires be stronger? Right. Like, even though they're all super old men, um, they could still bite him. What happens if you bite a va- vampire? They just. It's just fine. It's like biting a person, I guess. (laughs) And that's weird. (laughs) So we're now with Blade and Whistler. Blade gives a piece of gives him a piece of the vampire Bible. It's literally like a corner ripped out of a page. Yeah. It's like not enough for anything. Whistler's like, what am I supposed to do with this? And he gives him a piece of that that computer part that he took from Pearl. Ah, yes. 
Yeah, so he tells him about it, and he tells Whistler about the blood god, and Dr. Karen shows Blade her new discovery to help against vampires. She made, like, this stuff that when it's... when it EDTA. Yeah, when it comes into contact with vampire blood, it causes an explosion. Yeah, okay, but first, uh, she says that she took some... She took a trip to the hospital last night and borrowed some things. I don't think you can just take things from a hospital. Like, <laughs> she took, like like, actual, like, research things, like like tools and instruments yeah and i feel like you can't just do that <laughs> even if you're an employee there what kind of low security hospital does she right. walk into or did she do that thing where she just she walked into some room threw on a lab coat and like no and one out no one asked a single question right <laughs> like i feel like i don't know maybe it's just me I, who knows but i just i just feel like it wouldn't be that easy to just take things from a hospital <laughs> You know, like everything's probably got a barcode on it. Everything's got like some kind of sensor on it that like sets an alarm off. I don't know. You probably need card access into right. the room that has all the stuff. But either way, she has the things. Unless she just walked into some room where there was like a patient. She was like, hey, what's up? And just <laughs> she's like, this took, is mine. Took the machine they were hooked up right. to. Right. Th- th- think about that too. What if somebody <laughs> was, was scheduled to be a uh, surgeon that you done surgery on in that room that she just took everything from <laughs> she doesn't give a fuck yeah she's got work to do she does she's got blood doctor research but yeah so this edta stuff it's supposed to help with blood clots and then it does make vampire blood explode on impact awesome or on contact not impact but i mean <laughs> same thing impact sounds more epic it does so then blade's like what so this is a cure and she's like no you dummy this is a tool for you she's like did i say it was a cure yeah right did how you, about you listen for once blade did you not hear the words explosion and see the explosion <laughs> she also did tell him to back up and he did not back up and then it yeah. exploded in his face and that's what he gets blade you beautiful dummy <laughs> she then also takes some of blade's blood to like find a cure yes for vampirism and at this point, we also find out that Whistler has cancer because let's just keep Pile throwing. On. Let's just keep throwing worst case scenarios at that one guy yeah. in particular. Who needs an easy life? <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Uh, Dr. Karen, we cut to her checking out her neck bites in the mirror. Yeah. Oh, wait. But first, she also, because um, when she when she gets told that, that um, Whistler has cancer. Oh, yeah. She's like, you must have a lot of love for him. And Blade's like, we have an arrangement. I was like, "What? Be more cold, Blade." Yeah, you were thirty. You've been around since you were thirteen. Like, stop it. Yeah, you care about the guy. It's okay. You can yeah. say it. Yeah, we have an arrangement. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but yes, okay. Back to her checking out her. Say your buds. Stop right. it. <laughs> Even say that we're friends. No, we're acquaintances. We yeah. know each other. Shut Rude up. Rude ass. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Doctor Karen checking out her neck bites, and Whistler catches her and says she might have another day before she turns. Oh. Uh, they didn't look very good. They looked like they really looked, super scabby. They could have been getting infected. Yeah. Possibly. <laughs> Whatever, you know, she's still up and walking. She's fine. She's a doctor. Yeah. She can handle it. So now Blade is walking through some streets and it seems like Frost has like telepathically called to him because he finds him. We're in like some Asian just like neighborhood. So Frost has a little Asian girl hostage and they're talking in some park and he's essentially trying to get Blade to join his side. Mm-hmm. But we also, not before we establish that he's wearing some high SPF uh, sunscreen. <laughs> it's got to be like a SPF a thousand. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like that's like his sun deterrent. Yeah. Which is hilarious. <laughs> he also threatens 
Blaine says, like, if he tries anything, he's going to kill the child. And I was like, no. <laughs> like, she's so cute. Stop it. She doesn't know what she's doing there. Yeah, she's horrified. She's like, what happened? I was walking to school. Yeah, I'm just trying to I learn. Hear. Yeah. I was at the playground. Frost tells Blaine he's lucky to be a daywalker and that he says he's a freak for being a half breed. And I'm like, well, bro. So do you want his help or not? You know? <laughs> you just got, like shit on for not being a pure blood vampire and i gonna shit on this guy for being half a vampire yeah <laughs> i would say one's a little bit above you <laughs> yeah again mm-hmm. but whatever but blade basically says up yours and then tries to pull his gun out on frost and then frost is like uh-uh-uh i have this child so then he says something about blade's mom so then blade starts shooting at him so to distract blade frost throws the child into the street Yeet. yep there's a lot of throwing of people in this movie yeah. Oh, uh, Frost also calls humans cattle. Ah, yes, 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 yes. yes. He just sees humans as food. He was a bu- He was before the sheeple era. <laughs> yes, he throws that young girl like through a snack stand, and she right. lands in the road. And no bystanders, no like, one goes to help. Reacted at all. Like Br- Blade runs into the street to pick her up before she's hit by a bus. And, and it didn't even look like. It didn't look like that bus was trying to stop. No, not at all. And nobody, like, there was no screaming. Nobody was reacting. I don't know if it was just happening too fast. I don't know what the deal was. Who knows? Blade shot his gun a bunch of times at Frost. It was loud. Yeah. Like, all this shit happened and no one was like, oh my God, what's happening? (laughs) But you know what? It's none of our business, so it's whatever. Yeah. Back to uh, Whistler's, Karen is asking about why vampires need to drink blood. So the Whistler says that it's because their own blood can't sustain hemoglobin. So Karen says, oh, so that must mean it's just a genetic defect, which means we have to treat it with gene therapy. Obviously. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Sure. So then she explains something that they need to do to test it, which is the same thing that they used to test sickle cell anemia. So then Whistler's like, is it safe? And she's like, who knows? <laughs> and then he's like, will it work? And she's like, who knows? I'll try it on me. She's like, it's, if anything, it'll work on me, but not Blade. Because <laughs> he was born a vampire. So yes. it's totally different. But yes. She's like, um, I was turned. It might work on me. And, you know, I kind of give her props for trying it out on herself. Yeah. I feel like that's what a lot of scientists do, right? Maybe? <laughs> no. I don't know. Not anymore. That's what they used to do in the, in the uh, uh, what's his, Frankenstein days, right? Yeah. Super old timey times. She so. does say, though, that she thinks that she can cure his thirst, which is something. Yeah. That would be nice. But then we cut to some ominous giggles. Yeah. There are now some vampires broke into their factory or lab or whatever, and they're yeah. like giggling. And I'm like, guys, if you wanted to sneak up, right. just sneak up. Right. The like, ominous giggles don't do anything for you. Like, come on. So, like, they attract all this attention. Frost and his goons show up, and they attack Whistler. I thought they, I, I was like, oh my God, they killed Whistler. And they take Dr. Karen hostage. This woman is just being taken left and right. Yeah. Can she just live? <laughs> can, can we just leave Dr. Karen She alone? just wants to study blood. Yeah. Just let her be. Let her hang out with her mic- microscope. Blade returns. He finds a dead familiar and he finds a tape that says, play me, but he ignores it and finds Whistler and he's beaten up badly, but still alive. Which is honestly is so rude just because Blade wouldn't go out on a date with him. <laughs> you know that's his reaction yeah Ugh. to beat up his best friend so childish yeah whistler says frost is trying to trigger the vampire apocalypse and bring the blood guide back and he needs blade's blood to make it happen Ugh, weird 
Yeah, right? And oddly specific. Yes, but also very much um, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire vibes. <laughs> you remember from when um, they just he he just went to that graveyard and then they were just like, I can touch you now. We need your blood. Yeah. Yeah. Super weird. Harry Potter's weird. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Whistler warns Blade of going after Frost since Frost wants him, obviously. Yeah. And then if he gets him, then it's over. Yeah. And Blade's like, no, I'm going to go kill him. Yep. So then Whistler's like, he tells Blade to finish him off and Blade's like, I can't do that. And Whistler's oh. like, I thought you could if you were just acquaintances. It wouldn't yeah, have been a big deal. There was an, just an arrangement, wasn't there? Huh. So then... So I guess you give a shit, huh, Blade? <laughs> sucker. <laughs> so Blade's like, we can treat you. And Whistler's like, you dummy, I've gone too far. So give me the gun. And then Blade's like, I can't. And Whistler's like, give me the gun. Yeah. So then Blade puts the gun in his hand and then he starts to walk away. And then Whistler shoots himself. But also the gun is one of Blade's like primary weapons. So doesn't he need it? He has like a bazillion guns. Probably. Didn't you see his wall? It's, sorry, you're right. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. And then and there were just guns everywhere. Whistler had a gun in the lamp. <laughs> like, oh, you're, that's true. They just had them everywhere. He has like a bajillion of them. They are also the definition of stay strapped. <laughs> yeah. Because they, they are just prepared. Every square footage of that place has yes. a gun. <laughs> so now we're watching the VHS and Frost is saying... Throwback. Right? When was the last time you held a VHS tape? Uh, only a few years ago. Only because we were cleaning them. <laughs> uh, but Frost is saying, by the time you watch this, your friends should be dead. And then he says that they can be found at Edgewood Towers. And then he just moves the camera over to see that Karen is being held hostage. But I would like to take a moment to unpack the whole, I'm going to film a ransom video for you instead of just writing a letter. Yeah. Because what if Blade did not have the means to watch this video back? They also went in there, fucked them up, and then went back to his apartment. Shot a whole thing. And then brought it back? Yeah. That is a lot of work. Yes. Just to be like, (laughs) you wouldn't go on a date with me. So here's all of this. Yeah. But also, so I actually didn't even consider that. But also the fact like, what if, so besides what if he didn't have the VHS player, what if the tape, you know, like, you know how VHS tapes, you should just like go crazy and like what if the tape just like spooled out for no reason yeah he would have missed the entire point what if he didn't rewind it after right. recording it then so he would have spoiled it for himself so then blade has to rewind it and then he sees everything so many things could have happened <laughs> he could have just taken a polaroid and left it there with the message yeah he could have done so many other things <laughs> quicker things yes a polaroid would have been so quick and, and just much more efficient yeah so it's, it's, this This just seems like the most extra step that Frost could have taken, but I guess it's on brand for him. Um, We would be such better movie villains. We should <laughs> write that. <laughs> it would just be more thought out. Yeah. It would make more sense. <laughs> we wouldn't waste the time of going home to have our own production to come back here to leave the thing off. <laughs> you know? Anyway. That, that one familiar was probably so annoyed. Oh, because you know the familiar is the one that had to drop it off. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So now Blade is maybe making his own serum. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure that out later. But we, it's a montage of him prepping. Yeah, he's making his like silver bullets. Yeah. It's very interesting. So we keep cutting to these flowers and I just wonder what those mean because we see them too much for them to not mean anything. Yeah, I didn't get it. Like, does he use the flowers to make the serum? I like, no I didn't idea. understand. Maybe that's something we should have looked up before we had this oh, discussion. Oh, yeah. Whoops. Anyway. Uh, we then cut to Frost and his pals hanging out with Dr. Karen. Yeah. And Frost is just running his mouth and being annoying. And she's like, if you're going to bite me, bite me. And but then, you know what else? He says, you look a little tense. And I'm like, oh? Oh? Are, is she tense? I was just fucking kidnapped, bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh, am I a little uncomfortable? Maybe I yeah. am. <laughs> I hate your face. Wow. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> He's such a douche. Yeah. 
So she's like, bite me if you want. I'll just cure myself. And I'm like, what a power move, Dr. Right. Karen. Right. Good for her. <laughs> and then she pulls out her library card and reads the fuck out of him. She starts roasting him. And what does she say? <laughs> I don't remember. But oh, she just like, says, she's like, you have a scar. So that must have happened before you turned. So what's the deal with that? Like, why can't you? Like, I know that vampires can regenerate. So um, if you got bitten, that means that you can be cured. So why don't you just let me cure you? And then he's like, hell no. Vampires should rule everything. Yeah. And he goes on about a thing. And then, he's like a super vampire f- like fanboy. Yeah. And he's like, vampires are the top of the food chain. The blood god is coming tonight. And you people are history. And then I was like, I wish he was like, you people? You just, you peopled me? <laughs> Could you imagine? That would have been do you so think, funny. Do you, um, do you, okay, not to be like this, but like, do you think if she would have you peopled him, he would have been uncomfortable? Because like, she's black and he's white. That would have <laughs> like, honestly been <laughs> what he deserved. <laughs> I think that would have been hilarious. If he was like, no, 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 I didn't mean like you people. I meant like you people as in like people, people, not like, not like that, that. I <laughs> Just mean, like people. <laughs> but see, that goes back to us being, like, if we were the the uh, millennial Gen Z vampires, we would have had that reaction. I don't think he would have. <laughs> no. Because he thinks that he's above everything. He's so arrogant. Yeah, he's like, I'm a vampire. I'm this shit. And then, so like, if we were the bad guys, because again, if we're going to write ourselves as the bad guys, we would be like, you know, and, and you people are history, but not like you people like that. I meant like you, <laughs> and like people in general. Like, I meant to say humans in general are history. And then backtrack that way, and then we would lose all credibility. Yeah. Like, but still. Lose all intimidation points. At least we would still have their respect. <laughs> <laughs> But apparently, he said Frost says that anybody caught in the in in the um I guess line or in the vicinity of the blood god will be turned. So he's like, so how will you cure that? And then somebody interrupts him and says that there's an intruder. So all the guards post up and we hear an engine revving around us. It's our boy. Yes. So he had. So we hear the engine revving. Was we because Blade took his motorcycle out. Yes. So did he motorcycle into the building? Yep. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you have heard that like way beforehand? Because by the time we hear it, it was like super loud. Yes. You so, would think so. Wouldn't they have been alerted way sooner? You know, bad guys are not the smartest. <laughs> Apparently. Turns out. <laughs> Quinn is also very scared of Blade now because he's telling Frost like, dude, you don't know him like I do. He has weapons and he's dangerous. He'll take us out, man. He just took out 20 of my guys, bro. He cut my arm off again. Oh, bro. <laughs> so Frost says, I don't care. He's just one guy against how many people just take him out, but keep him alive. Yeah. So then Blade comes crashing through. And again. Guns a-blazing. Yep. Back to the victim blaming because they had time to hear him. They had time to prep. Yeah. But again, I mean, I guess it makes sense because my whole thing too with the scene was like, why is nobody fighting back? Like you knew he was coming. They didn't even have like trank darts or something. But then. If you knew you had to stop this guy but not kill him. There are means to do that. Why have all these guys strapped with guns that they're not going to use? Right. (laughs) Frost is just not good at prepping people maybe just vampires in general are not good at like prepping people for these bad guys are really bad villains yeah (laughs) blade ends up in a hallway up against a couple more martial arts vampires yes and he uses the new weapon dr karen made to kill these guys and they edta yeah and they explode in like the grossest way possible yeah they like pimple up and then just yeah yep they look like um when cartoon characters are having like an allergic reaction and their heads get all gigantic beautiful way to describe that because <laughs> that is very spot on <laughs> blade ends up in a creepy white room with a computer and then you're like oh that's frost's room yes and then that bed opens up again and it's a woman and she gets up and she recognizes him and it's his fucking mom yeah 
I was like, what? I was like, okay, I didn't expect that. Yeah, I was like, he's confused. We're confused. Mom but, calls him Eric, and I was like, what? Yeah. And like, Eric? Eric? <laughs> and also, how the fuck did she recognize him? It's been like 30 years. Right. <laughs> but I guess it's that, like, that mom gene that you'll always recognize your kid. I don't know. Is it is it because she's a vampire? She can, like, sniff him? Has she, she been just she monitoring knows? him this whole time? Yeah, right? Cool. She just knows he's around, and she knows these people are, like, attacking her baby. Maybe. Yeah. But she explains that she came back the night that she died, and that Frost welcomed her with open arms. And then when she goes over that, you're like, okay, it makes sense now. Yeah. Like, she got bit. She turned. Like, okay. Yeah. And then Frost sneaks up behind him and tases him, and then a bunch of other dudes come and, like, tase him from behind, which is mean. Yeah. That's a sneak shot. And then we find out Frost was the vampire who bit his mom that night. And he goes to kiss her, and I'm like, I don't like what's happening here yeah the energy here is not what i'm about nope and then so now that you're thinking about it since um blade is the one needed for the ritual and frost is trying to trigger it do you think frost attacked pregnant women just like willy-nilly oh maybe trying to um make the prophecy happen yeah very much like how voldemort attacked harry because that's what the prophecy said wow wow so does that (laughs) that also means that there is a neville in this world who's the neville (laughs) who's the other vampire kid (laughs) well let's just have to stay tuned maybe it's it's revealed in blade (laughs) two Or three, or is there? Or I don't. I, have I don't know. No idea. So many of them. But then Frost says that he should be happier to see his mother, and that he spent his whole life looking for the vampire who killed her. So like, here I am. Like, what are you gonna do about it, buddy? Surprise! And I was like, wow, so predictable. But I also didn't see that coming. Yeah. <laughs> you I know, know right? <laughs> I was just so taken. I was maybe still shocked from mom showing up, <laughs> but I didn't see this happen. Yeah. So then later on, Blade wakes up and he's in the back of some vehicle, and Karen also is tied up in the back of this vehicle with them. Yeah. So then he says, uh, I need my serum. And also maybe after this, I'll take that cure of yours. And she's like, are you sure? Because it'll make you a human again. You won't have super strength or the ability to regenerate. You'll just be a human. Which also like, doesn't that, it's not what the cure means. Yeah, duh. No shit. You think he won't that- be a vampire anymore. He's going to be a human. Hello? <laughs> Hello, Karen. So they stop at wherever they stop at. They get pulled out. And now we're in some place called the Temple of Eternal Night. Ah, uh, I was like, cool, we're in a temple and, and there's it, like going to be a ritual. Yeah, it's a very like, it's all marble. It's a fancy like tower kind of place. And uh, Frost goes on about how these idiots, he's talking about the council, apparently forgot about this place and that he's, you know, I'm a student of history. I just know things, you know? I'm just a student. <laughs> <laughs> he's that guy. Yeah. So then annoying. Frost goes on. He says that he just wants to see Blade's sword. So his girlfriend comes busting through the crowd. It's like, here it is, sweetie. <laughs> Um, Quinn also shows up and he has Blade sunglasses. Yep. And he's like, "Uh, look at me now. Yeah. And while um, Frost is trying to be intimidating and do his bad guy monologue, Quinn keeps like jumping in with jokes and is just totally ruining the moment. He's not reading the room very well. No, he's not. Like, just shut up for two seconds. So as Frost has the sword, he's playing with it. And then he tells Quinn, hey, dude, put your hand out. And Quinn's like, come on, man. I just grew it back. <laughs> come on. Yeah. So then he goes to almost cut him. And then he's like, uh, JK. And then <laughs> Got ya. Quinn is like, oh, oh, man. Wow, that was so funny. It, <laughs> I would punch my best friend. If you did that to me, I would smack you so hard. I would expect you to. <laughs> and if I would expect you to do the same to me if I did that to you. I'd probably cry on the spot. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you would recover and then smack me. Probably. I would hope. <laughs> He pulls out the um, EDTA, the stuff that Dr. Karen made, yes. and he thinks it's, uh, Frost does this, and he thinks it's Blade Serum, mm-hmm. and 
explains like why don't you try using it then and i was like if only was that easy and i was like do it do it do it do it (laughs) (laughs) i mean if he was so into oh never mind i was saying i was going back to the whole drug culture thing and the dude from earlier just tasting the blood that dropped on his face and i was like if he's so into his club scene he would have just done it for fun yeah (laughs) like a cool serum wow let's try this one uh yes Frost and Quinn uh, take Dr. Karen down to a room and throw her into a hole with prisoner vampires. Yes, they explain on the way that some vampires don't turn the right way and they become more like zombies. Yeah. Yeah, they're just like messed up, crazy, hungry vampires. So they push her down and she like recovers and Curtis comes out and he is the zombie vampire that didn't turn the right way. Yeah, her ex-boyfriend slash co-worker. So imagine a zombie vampire coming at you and then being like, so what are we? Because <laughs> that's what he does. Like, who is the worst nightmare? <laughs> I didn't know that was mine until just now. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that's like three layers of predator. Give me another chance, babe. Come on. You know, I didn't mean it. <laughs> and then he starts like growling at her and trying to like eat her. But also be like, come on, though. Like, you know, you miss me. No. <laughs> yeah. He's all gross and crazy. So she fights back. She she kicks her way like away from him and then starts crawling her way up the hole. She also. Uh, yeah. She uses a bone to help. She yeah. like dig her way. I don't know. She is a survivor. She is very resourceful. She manages to escape and she's amazing. Yeah. And now everybody is at uh, some body chamber and we've dragged Blade to it. So yeah. then his mom cuts his shirt off um, a little too sensually for my liking. Yeah. I was like, what is happening? Yeah. And then she goes up to him and like touches his face. Still very too too sensually yeah she starts to chat with him while he's like strapped to this block that is blade shaped yes and (laughs) um she it gets real weird weird real quick like i didn't pay attention to anything she said i think it was like something about how like she's a vampire and yeah his she's not his mom anymore she's like your mom died a long time ago these are my people now she's like i love haunting and yeah it gets real weird real quick and i was like the director was having a real Oedipus moment. Day. Yeah, definitely yeah. Oedipus moment. They close him in a big block and he starts bleeding. Yes. Um, we then cut to the head. A vampire. lot of blood, by a the lot. way. I think he got cut like on his... Um, he did, yeah, yeah, on the wrists. But still, I just... More than I ever expected would come out of a human. Yeah, it was a lot. Uh, I mean, I guess he's a vampire, but again, in the in the one vessel that is a human body... I guess when your physique's amazing, your blood is just super fast. Yeah. <laughs> so then we go back into that main room slash tower section thing yeah and there's little glyphs on the floor for Mm -hmm. the head vampires to go stand yes so they get pushed there because again they don't want to be there yeah and then um we cut back to blade who is still losing so much blood and then i'm sitting there thinking about how in any other blood sacrifice thing that we've ever watched hasn't it always only been like you know a little like drop or like a little like teaspoon or something yeah and then this is like blood blood yeah he's funneling yeah um i was like what if blade becomes the blood god oh i was like that would have been a cool power up because that is his blood yeah uh so then we see storm clouds start to form and yes like, oh it's happening yep karen gets to the top of the hole so she's finally out of it yeah um frost has to bring the elevator over so that he can get to the center of this main room area where the yeah. cliffs are as the clouds come to strike karen gets to the big bo- blade shaped board thing <laughs> she gets to his rock yeah his, his chamber i called it like a chamber i don't yeah. I don't know he was like he was like squeezed between these two rocks and very like han solo but like if there was a front face to the han solo side yeah when yeah. he's in that 
the, the thing. The thing. Yeah. And he's like frozen. We've seen movies. Yeah. So <laughs> she somehow knows to spin it around to open right. the block. Right. And I was like, that's bullshit. Okay. Karen. She's a doctor. She's smart. <laughs> <laughs> and she's so strong being yes. able to move that ton block. It's on wheels. Yeah. It just spins. She gets him out. Also, we cut to the big ritual. And one of the head vampires tries to be like, oh, this whole legend is just bullshit. And that one lady vampire says more than five words. Oh. But I'm like distracted. I didn't pay attention to what she said because I'm like, her accent's different than earlier. I didn't even notice that. She says, then why are you sweating? You're scared that we'll take over. And she like does have a point. Yeah. But also, um, she sucks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So then another member says that even if Frost is right, she's going to die with them because Frost doesn't care about her and she does not like that. Yeah. Because she takes Blade's sword, she stabs him with it, and then she kicks him like across the way so that he gets like stuck into the marble. And I was like, I thought he was one of the ones that she needed. But I guess not. I guess guess, he's just an extra one. I guess they didn't need 12. Yeah. Whatever. Now, um, Karen, we cut back to Karen and Blade and she's like unbuckled him from the thing. Mm-hmm. The blade-shaped block. She is stellar. Yeah. Saving so, this guy. But he does fall flat on his face. Yeah. Because she does not catch him at all. Well, who would have known he was going to yeah, fall true. out? I mean, gravity. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but now Frost and Quinn are talking about how they'll be gods. I'm not catching a grown man. He does. He's all muscle. He's got to be very heavy. <laughs> he's so heavy. <laughs> but then, so Frost and Quinn are talking about how they'll be gods after this. And then Blade's blood starts to, like, fill in a glyph. Yeah. And it it, it kind of looks cool, not going to lie. Yeah. But then now Blade is half conscious and tries to tell Karen that, like, he needs to do this and that. And, and that um, Karen's like, shut up, save your energy. And then he's like, I need the serum. And Karen's like, oh, take my blood. <laughs> she takes her bandage off. And he's like, I won't. And she's like, shut up, just do it. Yeah. And he's like, I can. And she's like, do it. So then they do it. We and love consent, though. Yeah. That was consent. Great. Consent is so hot. Yes. So he starts drinking her blood and she starts moaning and we get that sound bite over some of the ritual shots yes it's a full sex scene (laughs) it was incredibly sexual yes um we cut to them with some there's some thrusting motions happening yes so it's 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 very blatantly sexual but like whatever not because he's drinking her blood and not like yeah yeah Blade's mom walks in because what parent doesn't walk in on their kids at some point? Right. But she also seems jealous about it, which I don't like. <laughs> yeah, she's a little weird. Yeah. Um, lightning happens and then all the head vampires start to get zapped. Yes. Because the at head. the same time, um, the blood that was drained from Blade starts to drip on all their foreheads. Yes. So the, the lightning, I guess, is just like water. <laughs> so it can... Uh, what's the word? Condu- uh, water conducts electricity. Yes. So the blood conducts the lightning. So they all get struck in the forehead. Nice. And then at the same time now, uh, mom is mad. That, or not mad, but she's like, uh, don't you miss drinking blood? So then they fight. Yeah, they start to fight. Dr. Karen manages to get away. and But again, she should have no energy. She just had so much blood taken out of her. <laughs> I don't know. She, she's running on all adrenaline at this I point. Guess. Uh, we Go, we follow her. She sneaks up to a vampire, takes his gun and kills him. Yes. And I was like, go Karen. Yes. So then we cut back to Blade and his mom fighting. And when he finally gets the upper hand in his fight, the um, his mom's all like, but I'm your mom. You wouldn't hurt me. And I'm Shut like, up. Fuck you. Yeah. Lady. So then he's like, I must release you. And then he stabs her. With that bone. With the bone. That Karen brought over. I guess. So our dead vampire bones like they're kryptonite i mean i i don't know if it was just because like i i don't know if it matters what you use if you're stabbing them in the heart oh 
Right, right, right. Maybe there was silver in the blood? I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? I didn't get how she died, but she disintegrated, so yep. we know she's definitely she's done. She's dead, dead, yep. Yeah. At the same time, all the other board members disintegrate, so now there are, like, skeleton ghosts are flying around and, like, into frost. With, like, bat wings? Yeah. Like, skeleton It was a very demons. strange scene. Super weird. I wasn't expecting much of it at all. Yeah. Blade jumps, I guess, whatever chamber he was in was above yeah big chamber so he jumps down from wherever he is and it goes to challenge quinn because quinn becomes the blood god after yes the demons go into him the deed has been done yeah quinn ends up challenging him first and he gets killed super quick oh absolutely yeah you know why it's because he did not check himself he didn't they all got wrecked yeah none of them got checked (laughs) so that's what they deserve well actually all of them got checked because they all got wrecked Blade gets his sunglasses back, and then techno music happens. Yes. So you know this scene is going to be epic. I miss techno music, you know, like (laughs) 2000s techno music that just cues the action. Yeah. It's so good. (laughs) It is pretty good. Lesser vampires. I don't know if they were lesser vampires or familiars, but they jump in to fight Blade, and he, like, fucks them all up. Yep. And... He also, there's one guy in particular, he kicked in the balls like five times. Oh, yeah. I missed that part. Yeah. I was like, all right, that's a little rude. Maybe that guy in particular did like, something to Blade. He's, he's on the ground. You kicked him once. Like, yeah. It's okay. <laughs> you Four more times seems a little excessive. It's just rude at this point. I mean, he also rude. did trash Karen's apartment and then also break her table on top of it. And he punched that one lady in the cooch. So, so maybe he's just into double tapping. Blade doesn't give a he doesn't because i need to kill my vampires who cares about your belongings yeah the lady vampire um goes off against dr karen yep and dr karen um is shooting her gun but she's missing and then eventually the gun gets knocked out of her hand so the lady vampire starts to choke her and she uses the edta on her no she uses her with the um the the, mace the mace she has the vampire mace good for her yes and oh man it fucks up that lady vampire (laughs) she shouldn't have tried her yeah really you know um and then we cut back to blade and did you think this was weird he's fighting one guy and they start spin kicking at each other but they're missing each other you know and i was like what's the deal with that choreography is they just is a thing i don't know (laughs) are they just showing each other that they can do like same kick yeah same kick. look i'm flexible too wow look at us go but he Twinsies. also sees his sword he finally like sees how it's like lodged all the way across the way so he like mm-hmm. starts fighting his way that way um but then also now he starts to fight frost at this point right after he gets his sword yeah and he does a cool superhero stance yeah yeah that's the way to do it it was very cool yeah they then blade and frost start to do a sword fight and i was like okay. where did frost sword come from okay that too but I was like, okay, Blade, knowing how to use a blade, like, I'll accept that. Right. But Frost, all of a sudden, being a master swordsman. He's a god now. Like, no. Absolutely not. Fake. He's Miss a phony. Me. Get out of here. <laughs> so then they fight, they fight, they fight, right? And then mm-hmm. Blade ends up cutting off Frost's arm and then his torso, but then he just comes back together? He regenerates super quick because yeah. he's the blood god now. Ooh. Oh, gross. So then Frost says, it's too late, and then he grows a new hand, so then Blade goes a hundred full force at him. Yeah. So now Frost decides that it's time to try, like, his own, like, he's just, I guess he goes up, like, the next level of power. Yeah. Maybe he was at 40%, now he's at, like, 60. Mm-hmm. They fight, and then Blade sees his ET- EDTA lodged up in some stone above them. Yes. So then um, Frost is like, oh, your serum, you still want to try that on me, stupid? So then <laughs> Blade throws his blade up there. It gets lodged up by the EDTA, and then the, the button that causes the little daggers to come out pops out, so then everything kind of falls down on them. 
So Super then, convenient. <laughs> yes, very convenient. So then Frost thinks that he's dumb. And he's like, oh, you dummy, you missed. So then Blade starts throwing the vials at him. So then Frost starts to suffer from it, you know, yeah. allergies. And it's great because when he gets to the last vial, he says, some motherfuckers are always trying to skate uphill. And he and, is right about that. And then he throws it up in the air and then kicks it. And then it gets into Frost's forehead. forehead? Oh, amazing. And I was like, oh my God. That was extremely badass. Yeah. Like, he didn't need to do all that, but he did it for Everybody's us. Everybody's extra in this movie. For us. For us. Yeah. yeah. He delivered. <laughs> so now Frost is, like, literally bubbling, and then he explodes. Yeah. So then Karen calls at him from way above, because I guess she was still up there. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just thought that they, I don't know the geography of this tower. It's just one big circle. Yeah. Everything's a circle. So then Karen's like, let's get out of here. But then also, shouldn't she still be half dead? <laughs> She's fine. I'm so concerned about her. Like, when did she self-cure herself? We didn't see it. <laughs> All adrenaline. Yeah, you're right. Maybe she took like, she put a Band-Aid on or something. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, yeah. She closed her neck back up. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, all right, we're done with that. Pop. <laughs> so then they get up onto the roof and Karen's like, okay, so um, we need to get back to the lab if I'm going to cure you. And then Blade's like, no more cure for me. There's yeah. still a war going on. Let's just make a better serum. Yeah, he actually says, if you want to help make a better serum. And I'm like, wow, a thank you for the EDTA would work here. Yeah, really. Maybe a thank you for pulling me out of that death chamber or a thank you for letting me use you to trash your apartment. Yeah, because it's not like she was a damsel in distress. She was extremely helpful. Right. <laughs> and we're just going to gloss all over all of that? Yeah. Wow, Blade. <laughs> You're Some kind of gratitude would be nice here. Yeah. Just because you're a superhero doesn't mean you can't say thank you. <laughs> you might have saved the world, but it doesn't mean you're hot shit. And it doesn't mean you did it alone. Yeah. Wow. So now we're, we cut to Moscow and we're with a couple that's walking yes. around and it mirrors the intro scene to this movie. So the woman is like, oh, where are we going? And the guy's like, it's a surprise. And I'm like, oh God, stranger danger. Yes. And Please. there's a glyph on top of the thing. So we're like, oh, oh. yeah. But so also then, how widespread is, um, is what's his name? What's the bad guy's name? Dragonetti? No, the guy that we just killed. Frost. Frost. Wow. <laughs> that was a real moment. I just said, how big is Frost's chain of, of clubs? I mean, it could be just a different vampire or maybe yeah he just owns this side and then yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 you're right you're right so uh the guy is a vampire and he attacks the woman but then blade shows up to stop him and he knows russian yes that's amazing and he's like not on my watch but in yeah. russian <laughs> and then the movie ends yep so that's that was a fun movie that was fun what'd you think about it i liked it me too i, I just it wish epic. it was so badass i just wish that vigilantes and superheroes were a little more considerate <laughs> But that's just me personally. <laughs> no, it was a lot of fun. And I do miss the, the techno of the 2000s. Yeah. And like for this being a not MCU Marvel, yeah. like a movie about a Marvel superhero that's not technically a Marvel movie, yeah. I guess. It was really good. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder why it wasn't. Is it because he's black? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> but isn't the aren't they like rebooting this and then it's gonna be in the mcu i have not heard we could also look that up maybe should. somebody knows and can tell us yeah but that <laughs> no was research on our part not at all because why would we <laughs> yeah knowledge ugh. gross hate it <laughs> but that was blade yes thanks for listening thank you give us some recommendations because we're always looking for them. Yes. Yeah, Our links are all over the place. Especially crazy, fun action movies. Yes, we love an action movie. I guess those are our favorites. I think so. <laughs>
It's just they're so fun to watch. And then also just the things that action movies choose to not uh, really develop. <laughs> so fun. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so catch us on all the things. Tell your friends to listen to us. Uh, follow and follow us. us on social media. Yeah. I'm I'm almost, you know, a year and a half in, I'm almost getting our sign off right. <laughs> <laughs> it's still working progress. It, yeah. It's fine. We'll be fine. It's great. <laughs> so we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye.